Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is, welcome to the Random Podcast. Now, I know it hasn't been long since the last podcast, and as you know, the name suggests, it randomly gets uploaded, um, but nonetheless, I mean, a lot of people think, like, I script this shit, it really just comes off the top of the head, like, I, I do this with, like, Little to no planning. Like, I have, like, a general idea what I'm going to talk about, but with that, with how things are, if I actually sat down and wrote a script, I feel like the quality would go up significantly, and, like, the talking points would be, well, way more organized. But, I mean, it's my podcast. I do things, like, the way I want to do. So, with that being said, um, yeah, I just wanted to, like, talk about some of my hobbies. So, um, one of my hobbies is actually, uh, reading, and I, I read a lot. Uh, I read light novels, I read, uh, in case you didn't know, light novels were, like, um, mini novels. Like, they're not as long as traditional novels. Uh, some of them only have, like, sometimes they only have, like, seven to ten chapters. Um, maybe, like, 500 pages or so. Like, it, it's something to read, like, when you're traveling. Like, uh, like, you know, this is just from my own interpretation. This is, I don't even feel like Googling it. Um, that being said, it's like, it's something to read while you're commuting to work. If you, like, use public transportation, it's something to pass the time. Um, and light novels, you know, they have, like, a story that's, like, captivating. It, you know, grabs your attention. It, you know, it makes reading each chapter like, you know, let's say you, fin- you read a chapter a day, uh, well, you read a chapter every time you ride the bus. It It's it's formatted in such a way where um, you're able to pick up later because, like, that cliffhanger or, like, how things ended out, the chapter, it, it grabs your attention, it keeps you going, and it makes you want to read the next one, and the next one, next one, um, and, you know, there's different genres, it's not just, like, fiction, you know, um, and it's, it, it, it's really, it's really interesting, because there's two types, because uh, a lot of people think, like, oh, well, you know, light novels aren't real novels, well, here's the thing, there's a couple series that actually have, like, a full-length novel, and since, you know, it is the digital age, they're, digital age, there are, like, web novels. Now, with that being said, uh, we actually have, like, you know, some series that have both a web novel and a light novel version, and the difference is, as I stated before, like, you know, one's meant to read while you're passing the time, meaning the story isn't as, like, in-depth, but it kind of, like, explains and it omits some things comparably to, like, the the web novel, because the web novel has more time to elaborate, to story build, to world build. Um, and it's, overall, it's really a a really interesting concept. Excuse me, I, I'm just, I've been yawning a lot. Um, and a lot of times, like, there's been a trend where, uh, you know, the, the interest for, like, the novels from, like, Japan, Korea, uh, China, have been, like, being imported and licensed, and, you know, until they're licensed, you don't really have a way to, like, read them, to access them, and that's where translate translators 
come in play. Because it's like, a lot of times, you don't realize, like, the people that use, like, websites to read, like, scan-lated. Scan-lated is scanned manga pages that are photoshopped and edited to a really high-quality standard where you can't actually tell the fact that they're edited, and it basically translates it into, like, an English format. Like, when they come out, when the print comes out and, uh, in different languages, in different regions. Now, with that being said, um, a lot of the work for scanlators are done, like, that's literally just, like, the under-the-table version of the official job, um, and there's a lot more resources that go into it, like, there's entire, like, uh, localization teams. Like, you have to consider, there's a lot of professional work that goes into, like, you know, uh, a, like a manga series that you, your favorite manga series. Now let's consider. Uh, let's think of a, a popular series that isn't Naruto. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's say Fruits Baskets. I know that they just released a uh, an anime, and I'm I'm letting it play out. Like I, I uh, so um. It, it came out, and I already blocked... I muted the words on my uh, social media. So on Twitter, I muted anything regarding Fruits Basket, because I don't... Like, even though I know how the story goes, I just don't want to hear about it, because I want to, like... It's been several years since I watched it. Um, it I want to go in with, like, a fresh look, because it's like a rehash, and it follows series. Think of Full Metal Alchemist versus Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It followed the same thing. The manga surpassed the... the I mean, the anime surpassed the manga, and then they were forced to create their own ending. Instead of, you know, stuff like One Piece, where the author already has the entire series pretty much planned, and he creates filler arcs for the anime during, like, more research time. So, um, or he does side stories, or, like, you know, gated. Because the world of One Piece is massive, and, like, it, the world building done is really impressive. Now, um... Going back to the Fruits Basket example. So, like, a lot of people, like, let's use America, for example. Um, So when you actually translate something, um, part of it, like, you know, everyone thinks, like, oh, it's easy, like, blah, blah, blah. So it's not. Uh, Just to give you a little example, because, like, I'm an amateur at at translating. Um, I have a, a limited understanding of Japanese and French um, and Spanish. I can I know a little bit about Japanese grammar. I mean, I have a I've studied it before. I've taken courses at college. I take you know, I've, you know, self-studied on my own, just like I self-studied Latin back when I used to write. Um, Understanding the grammatical uh, layout of a language is one of the most vital things when you're doing translating because one of the biggest challenges is uh, translating a sentence from, like, especially in Japan. Um, so I struggle with hiragana and katakana. Um, and I know katakana is, is it katakana? I want to say kata. This is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going off of, like, you know, limited memory without actually, like, looking into it. Uh, when you go into, like, stuff like katakana, katakana is used for, like, English sounding words. So, um, like, let's say my name. Melty Scarlet. Um, 
it would be written in katakana. But then hiragana would be more towards like uh, localized um, words or like, you know, diction. Um, so if I were like, uh, uh, kumbawa, um, is it omaiwa? No, onewa. No, Watashiwa. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. So it'd be like Kumbawa, Watashiwa, Melty Scarlet Sun. Um, that'd be like, hello, I'm Melty Scarlet. Um, now, with that being said, uh, I mean, there's more formal ways. I just, you know, I haven't really studied. I, it's something like when I actually like do translate, I have like Japanese dictionaries open, I have English. I have the Japanese grammar dictionary open. I have a kanji chart, uh, a hiragana chart, and a a katakana chart just to kind of, like, refresh myself because it's, like, it's not something, like, I do normally, like, review. Uh, I also, I mean, I also study French on and off. Like, it's not consistently. It's something, like, I'm slowly teaching myself, you know, to pass the time as a hobby. Um, But, like, let's say... A basic greeting, right? Or like a cultural reference, like let's say, um, or a saying. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Um, even though I'm like foregoing the fruits basket example, I'll get back to that in a moment. Um, perfect example of like a lot of work that goes into it, uh, into translating is like let's say, um, let's say a saying like uh, on the East Coast, like I'm on your head, or uh, you know. Uh, I'm really bad with slang. Uh, I'm sorry, my hermit, my hermit, uh, my hermitage is showing. Uh, <laughs> like different, like cultural slangs, like on your head, like uh, low key, uh, high key, uh, dead ass stuff like that, or like sayings like uh, the pot calling kettle black. Even though that's more like international. Uh, I can't really think of, like, America exclusive, because we're, like, a hodgepodge. We don't really have cultural, like, sayings that comes with us. Or, uh, okay, a do- a apple a day, a apple a day will keep the doctor away. And, like, let's say saying that in, like, Japanese or, like, French be completely different, because it'd be, it wouldn't be, like, apple a day keeps the doctor away. It'd be, like, the subject and predicate would be mixed around because it'd be different grammar sense. And then you also have to like, you know, kind of know cultural references in the language to basically like get to a close of, of translation that isn't far fetched or doesn't sound like, you know, a load of shit. Um, when you translate now, it's easier said than done. It's way easier said than done. Especially since, like, um, just using, like, Japan as an example, like, there's a lot of fucking, like, you know, their language is is pretty intense. It's pretty fucking intense for their language. And, uh... Like, with that being said, like, a lot of their jokes, a lot of their cultures, like, a lot of their comedy, like, the difference between, uh, American humor and British humor, like, some people think 
British humor is dry, well, you know, there's a there's certainly an intellectual aspect to it. Um, it's it's misunderstood. Now, Japanese culture, like their humor, it it varies, and like their cultural references, like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an inside joke. Unless you live there, you wouldn't understand. Um, and that becomes a huge hurdle, and uh, that becomes a huge hurdle in translating because one of the things you have to do is like translate that and make it sound make sense. Um, now you're thinking like, oh well, you know, well they're professionals, they do that. But th- one of the points I'm I'm bringing up about this is I'm talking about the underground people. Think about how much work is required just to translate, you know, your favorite, you know, uh, Shokeki no Sh- Soma chapter or your Black Clover or your fucking uh, One Piece chapter or your fucking uh, Doctor Stone fucking uh solo leveling uh king's avatar like think about all the work that's put into that and now remember these are people that do this as a hobby as their spare time they put in hours of professional work because they enjoy this as a hobby and they like other people enjoying their hobby and you're like okay you know uh like, you know, there's a lot of appreciation some people charge. You're like, okay, yeah, you know, I don't mind, like, you know, donating, like, a dollar or five dollars a month, you know, through Patreon or, like, you know, other, like, uh, subscription-based uh, support sites, you know, like Kofi or something like that. Now, with that being said, you know, like I said, like, okay, you know, there's a small donation, but at the same time, you have to also remember, these people have a life. Like, uh, and they dedicate a lot, they dedicate a lot of time and effort just to do it. And it gets stressful at times because sometimes you'll translate something and then like the person that you have as your editor and like uh proofreader will be like, Hey, no, this don't make sense. Like what the hell? Or like, you know, they'll, they'll be knowledge of the language. They have knowledge of the language as well. And they're like, no, nah, this, this doesn't actually convey the point they're trying to express. So you have to go back and retranslate it in such a way where, you know, you have to, it's like, it's like a writing process. You have to constantly make drafts. You have to constantly like edit it. And you have to constantly have it make sense just to like, you know, convey the original magic that the author made in their original language. And one of the, and the reason why I'm explaining this, and the reason why I brought this up, and the reason why I'm actually, uh, you know, making this a point to talk about in a podcast is, there are people who donate, or don't donate, and then they put pressure, and they demand, they're like, well, you know, you said your weekly releases would be like every Wednesday, why the fuck haven't you released it yet? Oh, what do you mean you have personal problems? Like, you should have known. Like, first off, slow the fuck, slow the fuck down. Slow your roll, bruh. Slow your roll. Uh, they're doing this as a hobby. They're doing this for fun. Uh, they're you're not in, entitled to you know tell them like to hurry the fuck up. You're not entitled. Like there's no reason for you without like beyond any reasonable doubt to expect them to actually fucking you know heed your fucking complaints or like, you know, demand you release it quicker or whatnot. Um, 
so with that being said, it's like, you know, a lot of people have like, you know, uh, ungrateful ass attitudes and it's like you know you can think like oh well it's them it's not me but the thing is it's like the bully effect like you know if you say nothing about it you know you're basically enabling it because there's no there's no counterpoint like you know the the saying like for every action there's reaction if there if the action was someone you know voicing complaints saying like hey blah 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 and no one speaks up you know, unless, I mean, there's, of course, there's circumstances. If it was a direct message to the translator, then there's nothing you could do. But at the same time, like, it, it's why certain communities are seen in a bad light, because, like, some people are good. There's not always, a whole community is not always bad apples. Now, and there's little you could do to stop that. But at the same time, uh, you know, just kind of like going into the mindset of like, hey, these people are taking time out of their fucking day, their precious time that they can never fucking get back in their life, and they're spending hours and hours of things where they could be doing other things. They could, if they have a family, <laughs> if they have a family, if they have kids, if they have school, like they're trying to better themselves and they're doing something as like this on a hobby aside. That's why I don't really release the series I translate. Um, so with that being said, like, what the hell, like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that pressure. I don't want to deal with that stress because the thing is, I know the translating quality I have isn't as good. Like I can understand it because I, I have the original source, like I have the original raws and I can translate and I have a grasp of basic, uh, grammar to like understand what's going on. Um, now, with that being said, I know other people that are more, like, stobbish. They're like, oh, this is a poor quality translation. Like, this people do it better. I'm like, I'm not doing this for the enjoyment of you. I'm doing this for me, you know? And if I decide to, you know, release that to the public so you can read something that you didn't take the time to translate, okay, fine, that's great. But don't come at me with the with the assumption of, oh, well, uh your translation sucks, you should get better before you release this track. Like, um, I'm sorry, last time I checked, did you learn a different language? Did you take time out your fucking day, working two jobs, running a podcast, doing, I can't even say Twitch stream because I rarely do it, but like, I have a life. I have a fucking life. And I'm doing this out of my spare time. And I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart. So before you sit there and try to become a a keyboard warrior, you know, and I could say like, oh, you can meet me in real life and we can fight it out. I'm not a violent person, but I can say is all I can say is someone sat there and tracked me down and they stalked me. You will get it. You will get tased and then I'll call the cops and I'll keep tasing you until the cops come. Uh, and now people say, oh, that's excessive. Like, no, there's dumb motherfuckers in this world and there's crazy motherfuckers in this world. And I'm not dealing with that. I have a life to live. I'm not going to put my life at risk because some dumb motherfucker felt a certain type of way about a fucking co- a comic book or a light novel or anything of that nature that I decided to translate out of the kindness of my heart because they felt ungrateful and they wanted more. So they could, they could just meet a taser. I mean, whatever. But at the same time, uh, I think the the message I conveyed, if you didn't understand it, let me just put it in layman's terms. If someone's taking out their time to do, 
out of their time. And this doesn't just apply to translation. This doesn't apply to, like, you know, anything else. But if someone sits there and takes their time out of their day to do something, you know, just because they like sharing it, don't come with an entitled mindset. Don't come with a, uh, a ungrateful ass mindset because all that does is it ruins it for everyone else. And that's why we have nice things. Um, and especially in the translation community, you have to understand like what we're, what I can't even include myself in there because I don't publicly release stuff I do. But at the same time, like the people that do, you have to understand like, they put themselves at list risk. The publishers of the artists, I mean, of the mangaka's mangaka, or the fucking uh, authors of the light novels or web novels or actual novels, um, the publishers could come after them with lawsuits for p- making profit off their intellectual property, even though that profit is mainly used to go buy. It, it, it's weird. It's weird. So. When people do, when people do translations, right? When they make like a certain like paywall, if if they don't do a paywall, I don't support paywalls. I don't see the point, especially you know. Um, I'll just wait for the free chapter. I don't care, you know. I'll, I'll wait. The wait adds to the flavor of it. But the way I see it is, if someone asks for like you know support, like, support me on Patreon, you know, uh, to offset the costs, let me break down some of the costs of that, right? So, um, so with that being said, uh, you gotta break down like this, right? Part of that cost is to buy the next chapter, because a lot of times, like, you have to buy chapters of web novels, um, when it comes out published, you know, that's the full thing. You know, that's how this platform, the author chooses to publish their work. You can't do anything about that. So, you know, you go and buy it and that costs money. And there's usually, you know, they usually have to buy uh, currency in the, in the country of origin of the novel. And that costs more because you have to go through different alternative things. You can't just use PayPal because then it, 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 it creates a, it creates a, a different thing. Uh, you have to, there's a lot of steps. Let's just put, leave it at that. There's a lot of steps to avoid being like caught. Um, now with that being said, once you purchase it, then you have to put time and effort. And then sometimes, you know, your editor wants a cut of it. Your, uh, proofreader, the people that the typesetters and typesetters, I'm, I'm mainly speaking about manga, uh, manga at this point. Um, typesetters are the people that go in and they edit the fucking, uh, original image and they overlay, they overlay the text bubbles and whatnot and the sound effects. They leave, they mainly leave the sound effects alone, but they sat there, they sit there and they format the text. They get the translated text and then they sit there and put the text in the box in the same fashion, but make it fit so it makes sense. Um, now with that being said, uh, you know, uh, going back to like light novels, you know, you have someone that sits there and they, they translates it and then they do cultural efforts and they have a proof or a proofreader who goes and they read through it to make sure it makes sense. And then they usually have knowledge of the actual language in which they go and they, uh, they reference it to make sure. So, there's a lot of work. Let's just say there's there's a lot of work, and 
that takes time and money and all the, you know, to offset the time, like, let's say, you know, there has to be some sort of profit and that profit is mainly going towards like bills because you're going to be using your computer more. You're going to be doing other things and like, or you're going to like be staying up later, which means more energy drink or more coffee and blah, 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 blah. So, it's, it's, there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of thought and effort, and most of the time, that support goes towards bills, that support goes food costs, like, you're staying up later, like, it takes a toll on your mental health, and, you know, not everyone can land a posh deal through Wuxia World, which is a Chinese Wuxia uh, novel site that, you know, pays their translators um, a livable wage, and that's a special exception. But regardless of the fact, um, you know, the message is clear. Just don't be ungrateful for people that put time and effort. Um, also, shout out to that UCLA club that uh, translated Negima. So, uh, I, 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 I've always wanted to say this. Like, I remember I visited UCLA one time and I looked and, like, the the translators of Negima or the scanlators of Negima, oh, Maha Sensei Negima, they straight up fucking were a club at UCLA. And, I mean, they disbanded because Negima finished, but at the same time, I want to... Sh- major props. Major fucking props. But, with that being said, we've reached the end of another episode. And as always, this is The Random Podcast with your host, Melty Scarlet. And, simply put, stay classy, don't be ungrateful, And uh, big ups to the man upstairs.